Hello and welcome to the Conic Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter, and joining me as ever today is a Mr. Ali Cornwall. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, good. And Dr. Matthew Holt. Hello. Uh, right. So uh, today we've uh, we've come together after our live show last week. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. It yeah. was. So it's nice in a live form. Um, yeah, also quite nice today that we're not being interrupted by Discord constantly. Um, <laughs> uh, and today we're going to talk about game services. Yes. As I think one of the uh, one of the big announcements just before E3 was yep. Google's, uh, was it, what did, did they call it their Stadia Connect? I'm not sure. Yeah, called. basically it was their, their Stadia announcement. So they their brand new streaming service that's been um we've well, been talking about for a little while now they finally fleshed out the details just before e3 and i mean you know were, were, was anybody here affected by it no. i, I no. think 66.6 percent no. <laughs> recurring um of this podcast were affected by it two two thirds of us may have um may have hedged our speculative bets yeah why not? <laughs> um, but to be honest, I, I, my 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 decision is based on the fact I don't have to actually pay any real money until it ships in November. So there's lots of time for me to change my mind, which is exactly what happened with PSVR for me uh, back in yeah. 2016. Yeah, I, I remember our chat going, "Ooh, have you seen this?" And Matt was pretty much straight away, "Nah, not forced. We'll we'll see." And then me and Andy were like, mm, mm. "And then it was." Yeah, I might have pulled the trigger. Yeah, yeah me I may, too. I may have done that. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not we're not just here to talk about Stadia, but I think it's it's a nice entry point to talk about the kind of the more recent game services phenomenon that we've seen. I think it it kick started a conversation, didn't we, that yeah, you've gone into the, the pre order element, you sold on the tech and what it could potentially offer which is great. But then we started to see the little bits of detail about what comes as part of the subscription, what doesn't. And it got us comparing it to a few other services and thinking about what the services do. And it's, uh, it, I'm hesitating slightly because I don't know actually if it's good or bad. I genuinely, genuinely don't, I think, because we're just moving to subscription models for so many things now. It's feeling a little bit, a little bit alien because it's like you're going to get the launch of what's almost a new console with no no sort of games attached to it which is a bit weird in my mind anyway i suppose the concept was kind of started with playstation plus i think it's fair to say so we we've had xbox live we had gold for quite a while I think that's the longest running one isn't it but i think playstation plus was the first thing that actually gave you that that added value for a subscription service because plus wasn't about playing online to begin with it was about extras uh yes back on true back on the ps3 yeah back on the ps3 your online was free Hmm. subscribing to plus netted you some games each month that you could play to your heart's content whilst you have the subscription and then other benefits, more storage, other stuff came along with that yeah. before the PS4 came out, and it was a full-on online subscription service. Yes. On a par with gold. Yes. By which time we had Games with Gold, which is throwing an additional you know, added value for your subscription there as well. Yep. 
so i think that's i think that's kind of the 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 genesis the precursor of of all of these services the first one the first one that kind of really struck me is just being about the games that was was outside of the other platforms was the ea access and that's an interesting model so what all right what's what's the best way to look at this then are we going to break them down are we going to break down what the services are what they offer yeah we can go through each one and just kind of give you the, the pros and cons the costs okay. and the value for money and i think i think in a way we should take playstation plus and xbox live gold out of the equation in a way because yeah. because they're kind of they're kind of essential they're staples now in a way if you want to if you want to play yeah apart from some games if you want to play online you have to have those subscriptions yeah and that's 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 kind of what yeah. i mean is is they're, yeah. they're essential really in a way if you if yeah. you want the full functionality of the console and i suppose in a way stadia is kind of similar in Ish. that yeah. it's similar in that in that but we'll we'll move on to that in a bit i think so well what I say take Xbox Live Gold out of it. Um, they've recently introduced their own meal deal. Meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> Back of the so, uh, banana. So yeah. recently we had the introduction of Game Pass, and then now basically wrapping that all up together. So Ali, talk us through yeah. talk us through that proposition. Previously, or, or you, you can still do it now. You can go on and buy Xbox Game Pass for seven ninety nine a month and you get access to over 200 games. What they announced at E3, which has been rumoured for a very long time, is bundling Xbox Live Gold with Game Pass at a healthy price of 10.99 a month, I think it is, which then makes it ultimate. And um, that, that then becomes a Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live Gold, and it, you get the Game Pass on the PC as well, which is the, the, the ultimate... Bit. so you get to play your games anywhere which is one of the xbox's big things these days a lot of them are you know it's a play anywhere title they're very much putting that into the consumer's hands that if you buy it's, it's mainly as far as i'm from what i can remember first party titles so gears of war halo things like that that if you buy on the xbox or the pc you can play it on either and they've got this very much a little bit like the switch mentality of you buy a game and you play it anywhere so they've now bundled that all in. So if you did have Game Pass before, you could only play, so State of Decay 2, for example, you could have, play that on your Xbox, but then if you, you couldn't play it anywhere, regardless if you had Game Pass because you didn't own it on PC. So now they've put that all under one umbrella. Mm. I think it's it's perhaps not not a great parallel to say it's it's um that switch mentality because the switch play anywhere is it's one device that you can you can <laughs> yeah. dock or you can take yeah. away you you still you still potentially need to have a pc that will run these games if you're if you're playing the download versions yes yeah but i think they want to be able to allow people to play it wherever they want so for example now if if you were playing your xbox in the front room your wife wants to watch something on tv she could kick you off the TV, and if you've got a good enough PC, and you know this is boring xCloud because we don't really know a lot about that, no. you could then go to your PC, your laptop, as long as it's good enough, and then continue playing it on that. But this is interesting because we we did a, a podcast what two years ago, eighteen months ago, uh, about the Universal Windows platform, which was essentially their new their new dev kit. If you remember that, Matt. That might be about two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, it's it quite a while. And, and back. this is this is now 
coming to fruition. So that was where they're talking about, you know, you take all the tools and you develop on this one platform and then and then it will it will run on any Windows implementation. It's just yep. whatever what bells and whistles happen to be enabled, which is great. Uh, and it's a good proposition. I mean, you know, we're on Game Pass on its own, seven ninety nine for for more than two hundred games that you can download or or can you stream as well? No, you just download them. But they have upgraded something in their their servers recently, which is speeds up the download process. Um, I don't know whether that's okay. just on Xbox full stop or Game Pass games, but they've. I don't know that it's fully live yet or not. It went a little bit quiet, or it's just done and done. But um, they they've put something in where it downloads it a lot quicker, so you can't stream them. But there are. It's a little bit like playing it on PC, and I think it's on PlayStation as well, where it gets to a point where you can. It says it's ready to play, so yeah. you can play it now. But if it is an online game, you you can't access certain maps. And okay. there are some games now as well. Call of Duty is one that springs to mind when you install it. It says, "Do you want multiplayer first or single player first? Which is quite nice. Yeah. So if you're not bothered about jumping into single player say you guys go oh let's all go on this and have a game i can say right i just need to download it but i'll do i'll focus on multiplayer which yeah, yeah it's not good. streaming but it's quite nice yeah I, had, I hadn't actually thought of it in this context before but obviously like you say you, you've got to download the titles so the pc edition that they've put into the game pass do you think microsoft are using it to expand their base or actually, is this actually just to make it more convenient for those Xbox owners who happen to own PC hardware for the games? Um, I, th- I think it's to expand it because you, you're seeing a lot more services that have a PC service. So Uplay is they, they've, they're doing a PC only one, but EA Access have the Origin Access, yeah. which allows PC players to do it. So I think they're just they're expanding it, and I think it's whether they've seen a lot of people saying things on the forums and whatnot, where you can put suggestions and whatnot, where they you say, I love Game Pass on my Xbox, but I, it's a Play Anywhere title, but I can't play it anywhere because yeah. I've got it on Game Pass here, but not here, so I've got to buy it. No, so fair, it, enough, fair enough. Whether That's, they you know, see that people makes, that makes sense. dropping the service to then buy the games that they want, say Sea of Thieves, you can't play it anywhere, you'd have to buy it. Yeah, I don't know. That's just me speculating. No, no, it makes sense. Like you say, if you're advertising it as play anywhere and then they stick it on the Game Pass and you are restricted. Yes. Then, yeah, it isn't yeah. within their ethos. That does make sense. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. Um, okay. but, but the service as a whole, I know we've, I've kind of skimmed over it a bit. There is a lot of games on there. Majority, I won't say all, but majority of anything that's come via Xbox Studios or whatever they class it as, like in-house, nine times out of ten will go into Game Pass at launch. I know obviously we have seen articles where they get they do get money from that. It doesn't affect figures. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Crackdown 3 is a, a prime example of that. Went straight to the service and, you know, didn't didn't do that well critically. No. But actually was really highly played because it was on the service. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And you've had Sea of Thieves on there, State of Decay, Gears of War is going on there. And if you've got the ultimate version of the... Game Pass bundle, you get the ultimate version of that game. So you get all of the DLC and you get to play it early. And that's the first game on that service that's... Because I was like, oh, so you only get that if you get the ultimate edition, but then it's upgraded for a pound, so who cares? But you get the ultimate version of the game. So it's not... Because originally, I think when they said it in their E3 conference, it was, if you've got the ultimate version, you get to play it five days earlier than everyone else. And we're like, well, 
great thanks for that but that's because you get the ultimate version of the game which yeah. would be probably close to 100 pounds if you was to buy that but you get to play it early and you get all the dlc it's a good offering and it's no wonder that yeah. it's it's been such a success it's yeah. been yeah. you know highly highly lauded yeah what what really struck me just as we were pulling notes together today was i've always seen playstation now as kind of the pretender to the throne in terms of what they're offering and what they're doing and the capabilities almost yeah. a bit of a joke um you know and i like i like the playstation platform i have an xbox but i tend to play on the playstation matt obviously is a playstation fanboy so you'll know all about yeah. it um <laughs> uh, you two you <laughs> yeah i know we're awful aren't we? we're horrible <laughs> but i'm just i'm just gonna say i i, I I might know where you're going. I might not, but, I'll, no, um, well, but if, I, just, just to mention, yeah, I I tried out the PlayStation Now <laughs> service back on the PS3. I streamed. Um, I had the month free trial. I gave it a go. I gave up because I just yeah. don't like the level of pixelation and dropout and stuff that you were getting with it, and it just wasn't the quality I was looking for. So, so but that's years ago. Yeah, and I think I think this is where I think you know where I'm going because what I'm about to say is. It wasn't until we pulled together the notes for this episode that I was like, "There's 750 games on I'm, that on that yeah, service. Right. It's over three times more than any other service." <laughs> Ow! What but are these games? I'd love to know what their well, not retention rate is, but how many people actually use that service. And you can you can stream. And now you can download most of them. And I'll be honest, I did yeah. I did know that you could download, but I know it's not commonly known. Well, I didn't until a couple of a couple of episodes no. back when you told me because because I did that month's trial and then I've not bothered since because it just wasn't something I were interested in. If I'd known this level, but then saying that they don't put the brand new games on like no. some of the other services do, yeah. and I didn't know it was available on PC either. Not that that really matters mm. for me, but you think Xbox? Uh, absolutely, they are. They. I don't know, just in terms of marketing, Game Pass has been a runaway success. Yeah. So yeah. how are PlayStation not promoting know. PS Now more and saying, Oh yeah, Game Pass, yeah, we've got we've got like, you know, nearly three and a half, four times as many games as You, uh, know, you know all they needed uh, to do is just offer it as like a two pound supplement on your plus subscription each month. Yeah. So just do that. And you know what? I'd pay the extra two quid for access to 750 games. But then, I'm sorry, this podcast made me go all high-pitched and a bit shouty. But <laughs> the, the other the other thing that I just don't get about PS Now is it's like £13 a month. It's, by, it's, oh, it's just, again, it's not quite twice the price of, of Game Pass. And, and when you look at it, you think, well, they've got a lot more games than that does make. But you just think, what are you doing? Yeah. It's not in line, is it? It is not it's... in line with the pricing of the rest of the market. To me, it seems like another Vita situation and all the other things where they've gone, let's do this and let's plough loads of effort into it to start off with. Oh, it's not a success. We'll just leave it there to tick over. And I think it's what Andy's getting at, is it wasn't particularly successful. It wasn't no, the best wasn't. service out there. But they've not given up on this. They've kept, over the last six or seven years, improving it and upgrading it. I'm wondering if it's actually worth just giving it a shot for a month to see what it's like. Yeah, but why not shout from the rooftops about it? I mean, one of the things with the Game Pass is they have their own Twitter account and they have a right laugh on there with trying to do little teasers about what the next game's going to be. And 
they'll go, oh, look, we've just accidentally shown you this email, but purposely changed some of the words so you can't see what it is yeah. about what's coming next month and things. Yeah. But with with that kind of potential service in that back pocket and the surgence of of these services, why aren't they shouting from the, the rooftops about it? The only thing I can think, Ali, is that they've blown their entire marketing budget on licensing these 750 games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I but it's a hell of I, I a service. Care. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing when you when you yeah. look at kind of what the offerings are. We probably need to do a follow-up episode on this where at least one of us has given it a shot for a few days just yeah, to see like, like, yeah, there's, there's, there's 750 games but 740 of them are yeah. I imagine if you neither of you two signed up to it, you should be able to get some form of free trial. There might be a 7-day yeah. free trial. It might be worth having a look I, just to see what like cuz I don't think I'll be entitled to it. I think I laughably signed up to it when I lived in Sheffield just to see if <laughs> I could even run anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, have, yeah um, I'll have a look. I might be able to do it. I don't yeah. think I've... I think I looked at it maybe on the, the PS3, but I had a different account back then to kind of have a look. But just to finish off Game Pass, the only... Yeah, sorry, that was... One sorry. Of the, no, no, no. <laughs> did, did somewhat hijack yeah. that. I do apologise. No, 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 I, I felt like it was a it was a comparison that genuinely Well, it is a little bit because it's the... Yeah. It's it's console owners, isn't it? Like apples for apples. The, the only negative thing, in a way, is that some games do cycle out on the Game Pass. So far, yeah. I've not played one where it does cycle it out. And the good thing is, is they do, and it pops up on your Xbox as well, they do give you a warning to say, this game that you've installed off the Game Pass is going out in the next month. I think, I'm think i not sure if they give you two months notice or something like that, but it's definitely a month. Does it does it stop it from working then when it cycles out, or do you get to finish it and then when you delete it, you can't get it again? No, once it's off, once it'll it's say gone, you've gone. not purchased this, so you can't even play it. No, no. But oh, okay. nine okay. times but out it gives of ten, you, but it gives you plenty of warning. Yeah, it gives you plenty of warning, and it would have been on there for a substantial amount of time, yeah. and you may have it from gold anyway. So there are some games on there that you may have picked up from gold. Ah, uh, okay. So I think I think the other ones worth mentioning. Well, the other one worth mentioning at this point. There's two others which are EA Access. Yep. And this new UPlay Plus that they've announced. Yeah. So they're both available on PC. Yep. So all of them are available on PC that we're talking about. I think EA Access is, is a great service. I don't know why that uh, Sony originally, when EA said about it two maybe three years ago, that they, they brought that service and Xbox went yeah bring it on our platform and Sony went, no, 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 we've got our own service, which clearly they've just ploughed loads of money into yeah, and done yeah, not a yeah. lot else with. There's, there's 750 games. Well, you know, perhaps in terms of telling me, you should just tell everybody else. But Yeah. Um, in fairness, E-Access is more like the PS Plus than it is the PS Now, isn't it? Because you've got to download the games. And- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so it's it's three ninety nine a month, so it's one of the cheaper ones. It's cheap. It's really cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you kind of don't notice it coming out each month, or it's twenty pounds a year. You, you, you pick it up on an annual subscription. It's it's less than two quid a month. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's amazing. Um, there are only fifty titles in there, which isn't great, and they they go into what what's called the vault. Yeah, so forty seven of them are FIFA. Well, do, do you yeah, know that is NFL? That is and, the downside. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, an NBA. I've <laughs> been slightly <laughs> flippant, but I'm obviously not that wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> it's true. Oh, you, you've you've kind of hit the nail on the head. But then again, what else do they offer as a publisher? If you're with me, because you, you can get Jedi Knight on there. So that, especially on the the 360, I don't know what's going to happen when it goes to the PlayStation version. But there are some backwards compatibility games. Yeah. So you have got those on it. 
Um, and we, I mentioned Black earlier, and Andy was like, oh, I love that game. Yeah. And he said it just like that. Um, <laughs> I and, love that game. <laughs> um, I, but so, so there are a lot of sequels for it. So you've got Plants vs. Zombies, Plants vs. Zombies 2, yeah. and things like that. Titan, uh, Titanfall is on there, but um, what's their new one that's just come out? Apex. Uh, Anthem. Anthem is yeah, on there. Apex yeah. is free to play, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But it so wouldn't cheat putting that in AI access. It wouldn't surprise me if they put it on there anyway. Yeah. Anthem's not on there yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it yeah. does go on there fairly soon. So in terms of what they offer, there isn't a massive range because let's be fair, I'm not a football fan. I don't think any of us really are. You've played one, you've played them all. And... Yeah, you've got people and to be hissing, fair, you... hissing after listening to you say that. Though. I know, but it's true. It... Same with the NFL. I like NFL. I watch NFL. I, I support the la 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 la. A lot of the games are pretty much the same. But also, if you're a FIFA player, you'll you'll probably have the latest version anyway. So exactly, what does it, what does it matter if the legacy versions are on on access? You know, it's yeah, neither here it's... nor there, is it? The one thing that EA Access offers over everything else is discounts and trials i guess is the best way to put it so not all the games but a lot of new games that come out and to be fair they do say not all games but i think pretty much everyone every single one has and it has this 10 hours free which initially was four hours i believe when it very first launched and it's only recently that they've in the last six months or so maybe a year update up that to 10 hours free play of the game there is a little trick behind it. Don't leave it in standby mode because it will tick down. But Really? Yes. Yeah. We, uh, I think they may have changed something since then, but when it first came out, it used to tick down and people are like, what? I only played it for half an hour, turned off my Xbox, came back and it's gone. And they're like, yeah, did you leave it in standby mode or kind of active? And they went, yeah. And they went, oh, it's ticking down. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> but it is quite good because you do get to play the games early as well. So if you don't want to buy the the ultimate edition of FIFA or whatever, or even if you just want to see if it's worth the, the hype and the, yeah. you know, buying the new title, you get to yeah. play it for 10 hours for free. And, and 10 hours is pretty generous. That's, can that's I, a long um, time. Can I just insert a stock EA joke here? Shoot. Ah, 10 hours, that's more than enough time to play any single player campaign in an EA game. True. Yeah, I do wonder sometimes that you could all... But the, the thing is, is, I think this is where it gets you because... There was a game I played, I think it was Mass Effect, and it says 10 hours. However, they did cap it at a certain level. And when you were about to go and kind of start your next mission, you were going to go in your your spacecraft to go to another planet, it said Mm. demo ended. And you can free roam in that area and do whatever you wanted to, but it did stop you. They do put those walls in. So although okay. you're saying, and that's probably why they do that, Andy, because 10 hours for some gamers yeah. could pos- possibly complete the game twice and why do I need to buy it? And they do put those those walls in. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain that was on Mass Effect Andromeda when that came out, that you could only get so far. And then there was this wall and it was like, right, although you've got time left, you can by all means go to wherever you've got to so far, but you can go no further. It's an interesting proposition, and it, it, I suppose it does work for them either way. Because I remember you telling us about your anthem experience. You were you were hyped up for that. You were going for it, um, but you tried it on the access and then decided not to buy it. 
sunk you, yes. sunk you ten hours in and went, Matt, I've had enough on that. I've not I've not even completed my ten hours yet. <laughs> so not even done your ten hours. But I suppose from EA's <laughs> point of view, they're still like, Well, I've got Alice four quid. You know, it's, he hasn't bought the game, is. but actually I've had the money off him. It's it's totally it's totally that though. It is it is priced absolutely brilliantly for that kind of speculative well Yeah. I mean cost of a coffee, that's right there. Yeah, twenty quid for a year, I'll keep that. Yeah. And that is what makes the Ubisoft, the Uplay Plus that they've just announced, again, a slightly jarring proposition. And it's like 15 quid a month, which is kind of yeah. full-on subscription territory. Yeah. And the, the, the last thing with the Air Access is that you get 10% off the games in the store as well. So you kind of almost get your money back if you decide to buy a game. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, Not quite, but if, if you're with me, you know, a £40 game, no, you but you will. You're right. You're not, that month, you'll get that monthly feedback if you bought the bought the game. So face it, the digital store price is not the same as bricks and mortar. You, you've usually got a premium on there anyway, so yeah. you might be saving five quid. And it's it's clever as well, isn't it? If you've already downloaded that, um, because you've had your ten hours, yes. free access, and then you're like, oh well, you, you know, I'll just keep on playing. I don't have to go and get it. I don't have to wait for it to download. It's already yeah. here, and I get ten yeah. percent off. It's, yeah, yeah, and I'm. I'm playing it three days before it's even released. You know, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? There's a bit of a psychology aspect, which probably yeah. does them a bit of good. Yeah, it's a constant price that ticks over. Because like, like we say, it's a, it's a fee, unlike the, the Uplay one, it's a fee that you can't really grumble at or notice. Like if you paid it yearly, £20, you can buy that whenever. If you pay it monthly and it's three ninety nine, it, like I said, it's a cost of a coffee, you know, a large yeah. latte or whatever. You don't really notice that going out a month, whereas £15 for the Uplay one, which is only on PC and Stadia. Stadia. And it, it has what? It's, it's, I think they say more than 100 Ubisoft PC games for $14. No, then, to be fair, $14.99. I don't know what the price will be in the UK. I suspect probably around about the same, I think, is what we were saying. Yeah, there's not yeah. normally a, a, um, an exchange rate with these things. But what? What do you get? I mean, do you get the brand new releases? I I can't imagine you probably do. Well, th- this is the thing because we're we're now into the services which haven't actually got into operation yet. So this is due what third of September to start. So we don't know the full proposition until it actually gets going. Even though there's you know there's plenty of detail out there. The more than a hundred titles, we know at least twelve of those are Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of trials games. A bit, uh, they must be digging into a bit of their back catalogue as well. I mean, it does say you get you get access to the season pass, the full DLC, everything else. Um, which which is nice, but it's still expensive. And when you don't really know what you're getting, and if you add this on top of so for Stadia, for example, because you know that's the only other platform that's going on bar PC, you. You don't know what you're getting, and and do you have to have a subscription to Stadia and then this on top, or well, could you just is, have the device? A, I was going to say this is a question with the Play Plus. Is this a streaming service or is it a download service? Because it's saying it's on PC and Stadia, which implies that an element of it is going to be streaming. If it's even if it's just a Stadia element on the PC side, it could well be download. The other benefit for your $15 a month is that you are included into every beta and early access program, if that interests you, but you get yeah, okay. added into them as part of the 
You, you yeah. get added into them for being on Ubisoft's mailing list. Well, yeah. For, they, they for buying a Ubisoft game 25 years ago, you're automatically in their betas for life. So it does, It to be fair, yeah, I'm just a good on with their US site. For, for $14.99 a month, you get access to their new releases. Uh, 100 plus PC games, uh, you'll get the premium editions, including DLCs, expansions, automatic updates, early access to betas. It says here that it's also not limited to downloads. Ubisoft is promising support for Stadia. So I think it says you can play games offline. So I think the offline mode, I think it is a streaming service. I think the offline mode is mainly for PC. Yeah. Okay. And the Stadia so, stuff is purely streaming, so it does sound like it's a streaming yeah. service. So that, that kind no, of no, answers... you can you can download games from the UPay Plus catalog at no additional cost. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of answers your question, Ali. That you're going to subscribe to your Stadia service if you're an early adopter this year, because we know the free version is not coming until next year. Yeah. And then if you want the UPay Plus, you're going to have to pay the subscription on top of that as well. Which is no different to any of the other services that we've talked about. You're paying from all in in isolation, as it were. And fifteen pounds a month is expensive, but actually, just if I put it in in this way, would you pay fifteen pounds to play the full gold edition with all the DLC of Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Not a month because I'd probably have that. No, but if it took you, if it took you a month years. to finish it, <laughs> if it took you a month, if it took you two months yeah. to finish it, but but when you look quid. at it as that as that kind of value proposition, and you you have that, well, I could pay sixty dollars for the full game, or I could pay fifteen dollars. But yeah, like three or four months down the line, you've paid that amount anyway. If if it and, takes you that time and you don't move to anything else, then yes. yeah. But then but then also yeah. it's that. You know, I, I guess you've got the back catalogue. In their defence, you will also get an atmospheric emblem for uh, for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and you'll get a hat for Watch Dogs Legion. So, oh, I mean, sold. this is selling itself. Yeah, let's get on I'm it. Not I'm, I mean, we've got a PC that will run any of them, but I'm there. I see what you're saying, Matt, because for £15 a month, let's say, because that's probably what it will be, there, there or thereabouts, you will get all of the Ubisoft games and they yeah. do release a new game every quarter, let's say. They're fairly regular. And I actually, I think with this, it's pricey compared to the others. I think for the period you subscribed, if you've got the hardware to run the games, yep. it's probably not bad value as long and, as you put in the time into it. But then the same yeah. goes for any of the services. Yeah, but th- there's some chunky titles there. Whereas get, yeah. on... Um, I guess the question is: Would you would you normally spend more than a hundred and eighty dollars on Ubisoft games in a year? Absolutely, I think between the three of us, um, we're, we're probably buying twelve to fifteen titles a year, whether it's the same one each or not. But just you know, Ubisoft we, ones, or just Ubisoft. Just... I think there's. I've bought two Ubisoft titles this year already. Uh, if I count my Christmas sale stuff, it's three, and. Yeah. I'm probably going to pick up another one before the end of the year as well. It's not twelve on your own, though, is it? You know, no. But there's three there. Three and I, at, and if it's if it ended up being three at forty pounds each, that's hundred and twenty pound. But that's my point. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have bought three or four, you know, use of games at sixty dollars each, would you? Or, or you know, you wait for them to come in the sale, like all the other Ubisoft games do. No, I tend to. No, I tend to buy. It's Far Cry. You buy, buy day one, don't you? 
Yeah. yeah. Far and then Cry. It, Assassin's Creed is the only one that I don't buy at release. I do wait because I'm always about two games behind. The the value for money though, if you were to divide that fifteen ninety not to get too technical into it and probably into a detail we don't want to go down, but if you were to divide that fifteen ninety nine by hours of play as well, it's extremely good value for money, which oh, it, all of the services are. But yeah. from yeah. a Ubisoft's point of view, the fact that Assassin's Creed Odyssey could take you what hundred hours to complete? It's it's not a bad service. Um, it's probably more than that with all the DLC and, and whatnot. All, all I was always getting to the point of is actually, if you don't buy Ubisoft games now, it's probably not a bad deal, even if it does look to be on the pricey side at first glance. And and certainly the offering in terms of the quality of the games and the actual mm. back catalogue you're getting is is a better proposition than EA Access. Yes. But you're paying for that premium. Yeah, you are. If this yeah. was if this was PlayStation or Xbox available, it'd be something I probably would consider even at that price point because then I would just stop buying the Ubisoft games and I'd use this instead. Yeah, especially with you getting all the DLC as well. So yeah. I, I guess that's something that when you were doing your little calculation is something that you probably needed to put into that calculation as well as the fact that it's not yeah, you've got, a 20, you've got a twenty-five pound season pass on top of the yeah, so forty-five you're talking pound what, of the game it, release date. Eighty pounds, maybe. Yes, well, that's it. That's what it tends Ish. to be between seventy and eighty for their gold editions. Yeah. Anyway, it's coming to the stadia, so I think yeah. that probably takes us to to the bit you 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 two are both bouncing up and down about. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest; it, it's an interesting proposition. I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for you know new technology and new principles and and all right i never i never owned a new year but <laughs> yeah there's a reason for uh, that. <laughs> or or on live yeah <laughs> but this this was interesting i mean it, it's what was it 100 and, basically 120 120 pounds 199.99 for for what a, a 60 a 60 pound controller uh a 70 pound uh hd chromecast yeah, the ultimate cast, I think it's called, isn't it? The ultimate cast. And then was it a, a three month subscription to the pro service? Technically, and... you get six, don't you? Oh, you get, uh, yeah. And then a three months to, to give to a friend. friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you just keep it yourself. Well, it may, it may, it, knowing what they're like, it'll, it'll probably be a code and it'll probably be account locked. So I, I guess you probably can't use it on your own account. Yeah. But would so, be my so we could swap each other and we could both have six months. Yeah. Very yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, we, we don't know the ins and outs of it. It depends yeah. on whether. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so so that's it. Seemed like a an interesting offering for a chance to have like the day one edition. Um, you it's know, a special coloured controller, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a one. it's like a blue a blue one. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, but you know, in fairness, if you want to get on with that platform, you don't need the controller. You could use your Xbox controller. You could use your your PlayStation controller. You could. You know, you can use it on your your PC, potentially on your uh, on your smart TV. There's going to be lots of different ways to access the service. So, I guess the real way to look at Stadia is that it, it's two. It's going to be two levels eventually when the full service comes along. So, you've got your base, which is free. Yeah, um, and a lot of people complaining that you you can only stream games up to 1080p. Uh, with stereo sound, and then if you pay for the pro subscription, which is eight is eight pound a month, eight ninety nine a month. Yep. Then you've got fully up to four K HDR with five point one surround, and 
free games that you, you will be included so far destiny 2 has been announced i am i mean i've pre-ordered but i am very much on the fence for this one i'm not gonna lie at the moment if this is still the offering come october i may well jump off the fence on the side of canceling my my pre-order because there's a couple of things that that trouble me about it i think it could be interesting i want to see how it plays out and there's a lot of interesting things but one of the things that does slightly bug me and and i get this whole thing about you know well you can only play at 1080p with stereo for the free subscription you've still got to buy the games yes to do that which of course of course they're providing you with the service the streaming service for free but you've got to pay for the content because there's money got to go to the publishers somehow destiny 2 and whatever else comes with it i know we're saying now there's only one game because that's all they've announced. I'm sure yeah. there'll be other things in the subscription. I'm sure there will be more. Yeah, but actually, but your free service doesn't even say you'll get Destiny 2, because that is no, part that's, of that's the subscription the model, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, part yeah. of the subscription so, model. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know which way it's going to go. I, I, I think they have an uphill struggle with an overestimation of people's broadband capabilities to go for the pro service. I actually think the free service and offering it in the you know the 1080 streaming with stereo will probably work quite well for a lot of people. I mean, I'm interested because I've got a decent broadband connection these days, which is a luxury I didn't always have. So maybe I'm just overcompensating now. <laughs> but potentially this is true. But the thing, ah, the way I kind of justified it to myself is it's not entirely that different to the Amazon Prime video model in that you, oh, very you true. subscribe, you subscribe, you get some stuff for free, you can watch that, but actually you can buy and download videos, new releases and stuff on there, and then you get to own that. Yeah. The the thing that would slightly I guess the difference there is you can buy the stuff on Amazon and still watch it without paying the subscription. Yeah. The subscription is the value added. And I suppose the argument here is if you want 4K, there is there is a cost to that in terms of delivering it and in terms yeah. of the capability yeah. and technology they need to do that. I'm surprised they've not bundled it in with their video streaming and a music service or something like that. I can't remember what their, their video is where you can watch Cobra Kai and stuff. But I'm surprised that's not YouTube, bundled. YouTube premium. Red. YouTube premium. Red, yeah. I think it's Red in America Premium here, premium, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that's not bundled in, because then that would add a little extra value to your cost. I tell you, that- I tell you what you've just made me worry about though, is that if you decide to go for the free version, are you stuck with the level of adverts that YouTube have just started going through? They've really ramped it up recently. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I, I, I'd noticed that as well. And again, for a completely free service, yeah, that's the price you're paying. Yeah, Fair enough. True. You get adverts. But when it's a free service and you're actually paying for the Sonic game that you're running on it, uh, that would yeah. that wouldn't be welcomed. And I'm I'm sure they probably won't. No, no, I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't think they will. I'm just being uh, facetious after getting everything that I watch interrupted every three minutes for unskippable twenty five minute long infomercials. I can't <laughs> moan about it because I make money off it. So. <laughs> That's why, that's why I don't watch Gone Wolf Channel. <laughs> Charming. He's not having my pennies. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, with, with for myself, I am similar to you, Andy. The one thing that's swaying me more to to keep in my pre order at the minute is the fact that the the X Cloud announcement at E three. Well, it, there wasn't really an announcement. I was ho- yeah, not true, hoping, yeah, it never came. But it? what I was expecting to happen post E three was I'd have right. This is the X Cloud offering on my left hand, and this is my Stadia pre order in the other one. Which one do I get more value yeah. for money out of? Which totally. one's going to benefit me more? And the XCloud one was, yeah, we're still working on it. It's going to be live later this year. Yeah. There was that there was that real feeling of anticipation after the Google event, actually, where where pretty much the internet just breathed a collective sigh of, Oh, let's see what Microsoft do. Yeah. And then the answer was, Yeah, later. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Whether the same if it came to come in August, I don't know. But it, it was just kind of like, well, yeah, you can play it on anything. This is it running. And that was it. And it's like, uh, there's some stuff come out afterwards where you use your console as either a service or you can do something with some of Microsoft's servers. But like Matt said, he said, well, is it just remote play now? I don't know. I honestly well, the, don't know. This is the thing. I think with the way Microsoft are going, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You're right. If they do announce something later in the year and that the following hour it is available, they they're not they're not doing huge amounts and holding on to it for years. This UWP sounds like it's pretty much cracks given how they're they're providing some of these services now. And I think yeah, you'll get more later in the year. But we just don't like yeah. I say we just don't know. We just don't. know. I was half there. expecting when they said oh the Game Pass Ultimate, and it's like any of the games on there. If you've got X Cloud the app for free, sign into your account and you get to play every single Game Pass game on whatever device it is, if you're part of that subscription. Yeah. And, you, you know, your saves carry across and all that. You log in with your Xbox account, xCloud is there, you download the app on whatever device you've got. We're on all these different devices. Yeah, including and the Switch. you get to play your games. Yeah, yeah. The Switch, that baffled me because Nintendo and Microsoft have been talking on Twitter and you've seen them on different things. Minecraft's there. That's always an indication that and... something's going to happen, though, seeing it on Twitter. Yeah, but then... Nothing. It's how the youth get their news, Matthew. Come on. I thought, sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> sorry. Let, me on, just, let me just head out and put out 280 characters of bull and see if somebody swallows it. Yeah. I, do. I don't even need to joke about that, do I? Somebody will. So Stadia is an interesting one because I don't know if with the Uplay, if you have to have the Stadia streaming service to be able to do the Uplay stuff, or is it just like an app that you install or put onto your Stadia device? Mm that uses that platform, but you don't have to pay for it because you're paying for Uplay. Not, I don't think it's going to work like that. But not a clue. Yeah, we, we, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll see that. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe you'll be able to, for for 15 quid a month, you'll be able to play whatever Ubisoft game you like up to 1080p, and then you've got to pay the additional 8 quid if you want it in, in yeah. glorious 4, 4K maybe. surround sound. Uh, we'll, we'll see when it comes out. Hey, Stadia, it's an interesting proposition. And I think it will either, you know, if it doesn't work, people people are going to stop adopting it. You know, people aren't going to support it. I suppose the the one advantage it seems to have is that it'll be it'll be running. I assume it'll be running PC versions of the games from, you know, from those kind of servers. And actually, yeah, you, there won't need to be a lot of development work for it. Pretty much anything should work on it. Would be my would be my suspicion. Mm. And there seems to be a lot of support from developers for it. So I guess there's something there that where they're kind of like, that they like the look of it. 
I know some developers will jump on anything. Like Bethesda will put Skyrim on anything they can. Yeah. But the the Texas Instruments TI eighty version of Skyrim. Yeah. I still you know it's the only one that uh, Column doesn't own. <laughs> Probably yeah. It'll it'll be messaging you to find out where you can get it. Because it doesn't know how to get into program mode of a graphics calculator. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of other services and game developers that said, yeah, we'll put our games on there. And when the the Switch came out, there was a lot of reservations about that system after the, people might shoot me for this, but the flop of the Wii U. The Wii U wasn't as successful as I was expecting it to be. No, no. And like EA... That's a reasonable statement, yeah. Yeah, And, and, and EA basically pulled their support from it. And then so, the Switch has come along. So did and a lot of publishers. A lot of publishers abandoned the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. I think they said, I mean, no, I think, we're not, we're not I think you, I think Ubi may have hung around a little bit longer than, than a few. But, I mean, I mean, Ubisoft yeah. came out swinging with the Wii U, with, with Zombie U, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, like, gradually developers dropped it. So when the Switch came out, there wasn't much in the way of third-party developers it was mainly anything that's primarily nintendo only games they're not necessarily nintendo owned companies that are building games for them but they just stick to that service mainly because they're japanese or whatnot but i think with respect as well nintendo don't always help themselves you know the switch is a great offering in what it is but they don't always help themselves by not keeping parity yeah with with Mm. the other console manufacturers in that you know we're getting a lot of slightly older ports and and to bring those games to the switch you know to that technology is amazing yeah um yeah. you know even even if there are some uh some trade-offs and and a few graphical downgrades to be had it's it's phenomenal you know the idea of having the witcher 3 on you know on the bus is yeah pretty, yeah that's that's amazing great. yeah yeah uh, just, but just make sure you don't yeah. nod off while you're playing it but but yeah, I, I guess until until the the big companies kind of knew there was going to be install base, we didn't we didn't see a lot of that coming right. out of the gates early. You're right. Yeah. But so but Stadia seems to have that before it's even bolted. You know, well, maybe that's the it. Though. Maybe that's it. it already ready to you go. Know, if you can if you can use it on any PC, if you can use it essentially on any any you know if it can be used on any smart TV, then the install base is kind of there. Yeah. So if if EA Access went on there, do you think that and its current price point would that almost be not quite a match made in heaven, but that would be like an ideal base for it? Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think that's the other thing that developers need to think about is that you know if everybody's bringing out their subscription services, maybe we all need to play nicely and and not you know yeah. there is a point at which you have to say, I cannot afford any more of these services. I am not going to pay for any more of these services. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, you know, the EA model, maybe maybe that works. Maybe if you, you sit there and think, oh, this isn't actually really costing me that much, pair it back. Rotate the games more regularly. Put, you know, give yeah. a more limited offering, but but make it, you know, make it more wallet-friendly. It's interesting that the, whether it's Europe or just UK that have... Of, uh, don't like to work with others very well because in in the US from the movie side of things you have that um, uh, uh, movies anywhere I think it's called which pull in your films from Google Play from Apple from all these other services into one service and you can just go right I own this and I'm playing it and yeah. they're, they're trying to bring it over here 
and not doing too well. And with the the demise of uh, Ultraviolet, I know, I know, I've yeah, lost it, a I, lot of films there. Well, there's still, but all, yeah. but all mine are available in Flick. Is it Flickster? Flickster yeah, yeah. The, so it's, it's very fragmented, and I'm wondering if it's if that's a, a UK law, an EU law that's preventing these things. But that's I think that's what ultimately you will need or, or that needs to happen is you don't even have to pay for that service is just a app or a button that you click on that pulls everything in. These are all the games that I own from all the different subscriptions and off we go. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's what Stadia is going to do. Maybe, maybe. Right. So how do we sum up our thoughts on the game services then? There's too many of them. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. There's just like, I get it. I, I I get it, and then and then we've got actual consoles and buying games on top of that as well. I get yeah. it. There there is a lot of choice, and I I just I, the market just seems to be so fragmented in terms of these things. That I I genuinely, you know, we've sat here tonight and we spent twenty minutes before we do this, just like going, oh yeah, there was that one and that one and that one. How much was that yeah. one? Yeah. And I mean, Matt, you've 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 done some calculations. How much does it actually cost uh, if you want to be a gamer? using these services these days a lot a lot of money um yeah it sort of it sort of depends because we don't know which other services stadia is going to take on board uh, but as a as a pc gamer at the moment you're talking somewhere near 50 quid a month if you subscribe to everything that we've talked about because all of them are on the pc that's so your one yep. consistent factor here. A PC game, somebody who's spent the requisite amount of money on getting a machine that's going to play these games, which isn't cheap in the first place, yep. is then looking at potentially 50 quid a month if they wanted to subscribe to all of these places, plus yep. the cost of whatever games they buy on the Stadia as well, if they, if they partook in that. It, it's not cheap, but then the odds of somebody taking on all of them are probably quite slim. You're probably going to pick and choose, so it's quite it's quite hard to yeah. say. And, and and there are deals and ways to get cheaper codes as well. Yeah. So, but but ultimately, we're sort of saying fifty quid a month. You know, it's ten games a year. So yeah. if you don't play ten games a year, then you know it's good. It's probably reasonable. Yeah, and and, and I guess that to think that, that model is that maximum price is for you, for your hardcore gamer, someone that is. Yeah. You know, sinking five, six hours yeah. a night, maybe more. If you're that person, in. it's probably decent value. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. There, there's the very cynical side of me that says, yeah, it's great. It's good for people who can play five or six hours of games a night. It's better for the game companies for people like me who can't play five or six hours. It's like having a gym okay. membership. Yeah. yeah. You know, they want to they wanna hook me and then they want me not to use up all their server resources. <laughs> yeah. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You pay your money, but you know, don't use it. I, I quite like some of the services, but I do think the market's starting to get saturated with them. And if everyone's doing them, it, it starts to put you off. I don't I don't know about you guys, but rather than going, oh, I don't know which one to pick, it's like, oh, I just can't be bothered with any of them. If I want a game, I'll just buy it. Well, that, I know I then, have that luxury. But, but then they're not losing out, are they, if we do that? Because we're going to buy the titles that we want. Yeah. Or you'd wait till they're on offer, or you buy them secondhand. Yes. And I know the secondhand one is a, is a dirty word to a lot of these developers because they don't yeah, get any money that's from their, it. That's their their bugbear, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, I'd, I mean, it's interesting. There's, like I said, the EA 
Origin Access is the one that I'd probably be most tempted by because, it's, like I say, it, it it is, yeah, cost of a couple of cups and especially, of coffee at work. That's it. Uh, yeah, you know, and and for four pounds for that month, you could just go right when Jedi Fallen Order's coming out. I'll subscribe for a month, get ten hours, see what I think. Yeah, yeah. if it's an EA dive bomb taking the mick out of a Star Wars game, then. I've not lost out. If it's great, I'll buy it or get you know, ten percent off, and, and I get ten percent off. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think I think they've all they've all got the merits. I think there's a couple there's a couple of drawbacks in there, but I'd say nothing major, nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the biggest surprise: seven hundred and fifty games on PS now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I know, right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously, where did they come from? <laughs> and that's that's across the board as well, isn't it? That's just not but that's PS2, current gen. PS3, that's... and PS4. I think there's on. some PS1 games on there, isn't there? I don't know about the PS1, if I'm honest. There probably are. You can't download yeah. those. You can only download the PS2 and PS4 right. games. Yeah, right. cool. But anyway, yeah, that's stunning the amount of games. Yeah, Ali, you're going to have to try it, try it out and let us know. Yeah, work? I'll have a look. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll try some quirky, quirky games just yeah. to see if it's just, you know, the, <sighs> the, the new and shiny ones. Oh, they work great. But then if you try something from the PS2 catalogue that passed me by... And in it's fairness, janky as hell. That was all I played when I um when I when I tried the free trial. I just played stuff I would never ever spend money on. Yeah. I think Kabbalah's Big Hunt was yeah. one of them, and uh, Painkiller, and, and a few other things. The stuff I had never bought. I thought I'll give it a go. That that's the thing with some of these yeah. services that are a luxury. So Stadia, I wouldn't class as a luxury because you kind of need that to use the equipment. But for stuff like Game Pass and PlayStation Now, it gives you that opportunity to play games that you wouldn't normally play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's the that's how I played. Was it Unraveled? Oh yeah. How oh, did you do that yeah, through Access? I played that on Access. Yeah, when that was when that was first out. But I have there. to try out the what's the two guys in the prison? No way out. Not no way out. Yeah. Is it a way out? A way out. Yes. Yeah, we'd have to try that, Andy, at some point. Cool. He wants good. to be your prison bitch. So these will go on our website as well when the episode is released. So when you're listening to this now, you can go onto the Code at Moments website. And there'll be a list of all the services, how much they are, and just a little bit that we've discussed in this episode, just in case there is something that maybe caught your ear that you might want to get. Um, it'll be on the website, so you can have a look there. Or if you've been fancying listening to it on a uh, podcast app, it might even be in your RSS feed for the episode. Ooh. And don't forget, you can send us a stamped addressed envelope for a fact sheet from today's episode. <laughs> Go on our CFAX page. okay well that's been a really interesting discussion actually and uh i've learned things i didn't know about um thanks very much for joining us uh don't forget if you want to contribute your thoughts and feelings on the absolute multitude of gaming services that happen to be available at the moment you can tweet at codec moments uh and you can visit our website codecmoments.com for lots more reviews uh and other gaming news and information uh we will be back next week with i say we i've noticed i've just noticed what the topic is for next week's episode it's going to be a formula one game special yay, yay! so yeah. you might not so i might be excluded yeah, because you two want to go off and talk about Formula One on your own. Yeah, loser. Yeah, well, anyway, enjoy that, everybody. Formula One special next Thursday, hopefully, depending on um, availability, depending of, on the availability of the game. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
Well, thanks very much for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. Goodbye. Bye. In a bizzle. <laughs>